we're back. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Let's Talk podcast, and we missed a week, did we not? We did. We missed a week, and uh, mostly because life got in the way. But we're here, and yeah. So we're... The other week, we decided to do some, like, autumn cleaning. And the way that we did it was we video called each other so I'm at my house she's at her house because we share a closet full of things like so many clothes and I'm I'm not I wear the same thing constantly not like dirty but I wear the same thing constantly like wear it wash it wear it again wear it until it completely disintegrates and we started making jokes about hoarding and things with which we hoard and then we of course started talking about the tv show because we love the tv show i don't is hoarders even still on i don't know if it's still still on i know we got discovery what are you doing okay she's just distracted for a second (laughs) um but we started talking about the show because we watch it and we're just hoarding came up and I was watching um the other one that hoarding buried alive that's what I was watching when we started talking about it but it was like when we first started watching the show um we we, we, kinda, we didn't really put two and two together with a lot of things. Now, you, we are your hosts. I'm Rhea. She's Kiki. Kiki had a, a problem. A hoarding tendency. A very hoarding tendency where she would acquire a lot of things like and acquire them to the point that like at times she didn't know. Well, uh, let me tell you how it started. Yeah, please. Our mother passed away young. And it was young for her, young for us. It happened suddenly and right on the heels of it, the home that she was living in, that I was still living in, she was getting evicted. It was the, the family was getting evicted. And being so close to my mother's death, just throwing her things away I wasn't as any human being would I wasn't ready for it let me interject and say that the family was not being evicted because of anything bad it was because of somebody had been injured a a family member yeah the funds were not there it was the main breadwinner of the family so the mortgage was delinquent yeah essentially not because we were horrible people (laughs) but that being said, I just dealt with it by taking everything with me. Yeah. To my next apartment. Which would make sense because. Which was literally a single room apartment. And I took somebody with several decades worth of stuff. Which we'll get into later. And tried to take the most important, which in in a situation where just you just grab it, was stuff it in a thing in and a go. good shape or something, but you just lost the person. 
and now you're being forced to give away their worldly possessions. Continue. So, I started taking stuff in, like, closed container. Mm-hmm. And after that happened, I didn't live in any one place yeah, too long. So, I wasn't even there long enough to unpack, unpack, mm-hmm. so I would just leave the stuff in the container. Leave the stuff in the container. Mm-hmm. And then it would go with me to the next place and the next place. But, of course, you acquire new stuff at each place. And each time a container, and then you don't know what's what. And, and then you, you just really don't want to throw open. it out because it could be the one that you wanted to keep. Mm-hmm. And you got to a point where you were buying stuff. And I will, I will say this. You're a bargain shopper. I actually saw this on an episode of Hoarders Buried Alive the other night. Buying things and keeping them in bags. Yeah. Inside of bags, inside of bags, inside of bags. And but all of a sudden I now, noticed stuff. It's, it's different too because when you were buying them, you would buy like six bags of things. All nice things, all good things. Not... And we're not talking... This wasn't even thrifting at the time. I don't even think thrifting was a thing. And yet you could get six bags of stuff for like $20. So like where usually... Or like with me, who's like not a good bargain shopper. Mm-mm. I buy a bag of stuff and it's $80. And I buy two bags of stuff for $80. And I'm going to notice it. And it's going to hit me yeah. right smack dab in the bank account. Where it wasn't affecting your finances at all. No. So at the same time... It was just kind of going into this other room, into this other bag, into this other closet, and then there it sat, forgotten for any amount of time. Years. Are you... Hold on. You're, would you Would you like one? A uh, little friend of mine. Oh, he took the whole bag. Don't eat the whole bag or you're going to regret it. Halloween candy. Halloween candy. <laughs> Bye. So... Like I was saying, you, it wasn't, like, hurting you, so it was very easy to look away from it. Yeah. But then, on top of that, there was another death. So, I wasn't, I didn't have a stable place to stay at that point, so obviously it went to you. Uh-huh. And now you've got two very sentimental things... The, the, obviously no one expects death to happen so like bam you've got these two yeah and it was a grandmother so talk about decades of stuff to have yeah i still have some of it in my basement yeah now. not for hoarding reasons anymore just because it costs a lot to get a dumpster so that that's what i was going to say next is when we sat down one day my the, the apartment you were living in was our best friend's, not duplex, but she had an apartment upstairs. Two family. And I was staying with you at the time, and you had mentioned being overwhelmed. So one day we went into your closet that had not been touched and, like, gutted it. Yeah. And, like, we were all basically the same size at that point, so brand new stuff was going to good homes but you didn't know we did it until I told you that we did it. At which point, I was expecting you to be like, you son of a bitch. 
you took my st-, and you were like oh thank god i just didn't want to face that i just didn't want to clean that yeah it becomes overwhelming for sure so for you it wasn't that was a guinea pig it wasn't um so much a for that stuff wasn't sentimental now i know when our grandmother died there was a juice box that you did not want to get rid of it was the last thing she like ate or drank off of and i got that you know of course i was in a different position because i was forced to walk away from pretty much everything i didn't even remember that juice box now i remember the juice box. yeah the juice box was because i remember my significant other was like trying to help me clean out a certain area of the apartment and even i wouldn't let it go but we also really didn't deal well with the it wasn't even deal well we didn't get a chance to deal with it at all because it was the end of our parental unit lineage yeah gone where it wasn't like you could go talk to your mom yeah, or, or your grandma about it because those are the two that were gone. uncle because all those were gone too. Yeah. So it was literally us kind of being thrust into adulthood without an adult to consult. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like the one person you can talk to about this stuff both of you don't no want to talk to about it at the same yeah. time. Or, or don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. So, so you're just like well we just won't talk about it. Yeah, so it just kind of sits there and festers. But you did, in the end, you were fine about getting rid of most of the stuff. Yeah, what I do see on those shows is this, like, how they'll pick it up and say, well, I could use it for this, and well, I could use it for that. I was never like that. I didn't, I just, it it was more overwhelming to think about pick like getting rid of it than it was to just have it and i think that has a lot to do with like um apartment and city garbage pickup yeah when you only allowed a certain certain amount amount. and like we made the joke about me hoarding clothes but my problem is that i will when she guts clothes now like okay i'm i'm my closet's overcrowded and it's not even a big closet so it's not like it's it's a huge amount of stuff she'll go through it and okay then i take it and i always had a system where i'd take things home and i'd get rid of the same amount of my old clothes and replace them but then i started i went through like cancer and everything and then after that is when i started not hoarding but hanging on to stuff stuff and not let other stuff go mostly because i went it went like cancer covid work yeah so in in the meantime in the place that i'm living the garbage um, location was moved so it's not easy to get to where it used to be and so i would take these things but i also had turn it the other way um, we're two-handed opening a squeezable applesauce. <laughs> we would, or I, right after my cancer, I was given a pair of jeans by you, and I'd never worn them. 
I had three pairs of jeans at that point, and I lived on three pairs of jeans. You gave me this pair of jeans, and I tried them on. And we were going to be going to New York. And I was like, these are the best jeans I've ever put on in my entire life. And I loved them literally to death. <laughs> like, I wore them Yeah, she'll wear something yeah. until it was like, threadbare crotch falls out. It was held up together by, like, the seams on the side, and that was it. But, like, even the top of the legs was all messed up but now i'm almost paranoid because i buy my own clothes from time to time like i said i'm not a bargain shopper i buy things that are way too expensive and they look good on the rack not on me (laughs) but every time i take out something you've given me i put it on and i absolutely love it and then it's my favorite thing so now i'm almost afraid that i'm gonna throw something out that would have been the perfect outfit exactly and so doing that video call I made her put it all on. And it's like that looks like, like crap that on you. Looks awful. Camel get toe, get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, front butt. It's I've, not good. A couple things. It was like I've never seen you wear that. Oh well, I might. I've yeah, never she seen tried you to wear like it. justify it. Well, maybe I'll wear it when I grow boobs again. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's not gonna <laughs> not happen. Not gonna happen. But as we were talking. You brought some things to my attention that, growing up, I didn't notice. Like, I just straight up didn't notice. I don't know if it was, like, a blind eye or just the immersion in it yeah, yeah, made yeah. it that you blind don't to notice. it. Um, you don't notice what's right in front of your face. Yeah. Because it's the norm. You kind of like, you know, walking in the dark around your house. Yeah. You don't need to see the wall. You generally know know where it is. You know what's... So, our grandmother... We'll start with her. Our grandmother... Was a collector of collections. And that's what we always said. She was a collector of collections. She did. She collected collections. Let's name some. Okay, the biggest one, and we were desensitized, so thank you, Grandma, for that, because once it came around again, clowns. Clowns. She was... Cows. cows, Mice and cheese. Mm -hmm. Ducks. Raggedy Ann's. Avon Rainbow dolls, bright pins, costume jewelry, gold shoes, gold shoes. Um, if you think of a Eagles. room in her house, there was a collection or of several something, at least one item: cookie jars, gravy dishes, yeah, um, just I, all sorts of milk glass. Yep. With that being said, she was meticulous at cleaning yeah like you could eat off the floor but there wasn't much of it you could step no. on you were walking in yeah. pathways a lot of and the time it, it started on the back porch and moved through the house and she had said to me did you ever notice that the house was a maze yeah like you had to move through it and i said yeah 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 but she collected collections and you pointed out but there was collections that when we were little, little kids, like babies, crawling babies yeah, and toddlers. they had to be turned toward the wall. Yeah, they were in To like avoid cabinets. us breaking them or destroying them. Never to which. But they never were turned back around. Fabergé eggs, that was another one. Yeah, even after we were, I mean, like, 14, 15, 16, 17, where you wouldn't just accidentally no. knock a whole thing over onto the ground. And I always considered the house to be small, which I ended up having a 
it was just a bad life choice that I lost. That I, I lost the family house, but a nice family has it now. And I, but they had posted pictures online when the house is being sold. It's huge. It is. Yeah. It's like it's a, huge. Like three times the size of the house I live in now. And like we all lived alongside of the stuff. Yeah. And Without I even realizing that it, it wasn't. Like, I never noticed it. Yeah. I thought people had dressers that had 15,000 in them. Collections of, like, she liked, um. Custom jewelry pins. Custom jewelry pins. Yeah. And, like, glittery pins and things like that. And, the, and there were a ton of them, but I thought that was normal. I did not ever, until I got out on my own and. I don't think it was conscious, but you know, like when I started living by myself, I would try to have like a bare area and not have much in it. Like when I moved into the house that I had enough to live in one room here. So when I was in an apartment, you remember it was just like a couch, a table, a bed, a desk. And I didn't have the things. And... I'm almost wondering, was that, like, me subconsciously trying not to be living with stuff? Probably. And why it's driving me nuts right now that I I have this, like, obsession with being able to see walls. Walls. Mm Mm-hmm. I, like, there's a thing in my living room that I just want rid of it because it covers the whole section of wall that's, Mm -hmm. and it serves a purpose, but I'd like to find some way for that thing to serve its purpose. Not on a wall. Yeah. Not taking up the whole section of wall. I feel that. And now our mother, who we mostly lived with our grandmother growing up. And now this one, like the other one, I think I pushed it out of my mind. My mother, I didn't know. Yeah. I knew my mother. I just didn't know that she did this thing we're about to talk about. She loved tag sale. And she'd go tag sailing with our grandmother. And like our grandmother would buy like a shirt. She wasn't big on clothes hoarding. It was it had to be part of a collection and clothes were not were not no. that she could easily get rid of clothes but collections not so much so you pointed out when our mom would come back from a tra- tag sailing excursion she would have trash bags like garbage bags like big, big glad bags yeah contractor full of clothes full of clothes full just full and I didn't think too much of it when I was younger. We also had kind of think bigger of it, apartments, but but they the always end, had. And there wonder, was a house. But do you remember the apartments? There was. She always wanted to have one that had like a big front area. Yeah. And I never thought about that. Yeah. That there was a reason. Yeah, and the house that she was in before she passed away. There was a front, like, a front hallway to get to the front door and then a side door. And they primarily used the side door. And I'd happened to go out there with her one day and there was literally just trash bags. And I was like, oh, did you need me to take the trash out? Thinking she had just brought it and then they would put it in the trash can and it would go out for... She's like, no, that's my clothes. That's... But she had... Oh, God. 
several bureaus full of clothes. Well, I remember there was the bureau at the bottom of the stairs. Then there was the armoire in the room. There was the entire which, wall closet. I mean, the went wall all closet, the... and then on top of the armoire was bags. Yep. And I remember because we didn't move into that house. We never lived in that house with our parents. You did after the fact. A after we were, yeah. Um, but there were two bedrooms, like for, for the kids, us, and I remember there was two bureaus in those, and then yeah. there was the larger room and the smaller room, and, and the I smaller was thinking, room. Was I always just assumed that bags. was our clothes. Yeah, no. But we had all of our clothes, and yeah. even if they were our clothes, they would have been like long past. The yeah. Fact. Like ten years old, but but I, I don't know why I just said but. Let me look at my notes here because I, I actually mapped some stuff out. But like as we're talking about this, it's quite interesting to me to hear this stuff. Um, so I wouldn't say we are hoarders. No, I don't think. I think we're a little too good about throwing stuff away sometimes. sometimes I throw stuff out that I really shouldn't yeah. have thrown out but it was irritating mm-hmm. me at the time so I just got rid of it on the show one thing I noticed in the original episodes they were like tender to the people to the point that like I think for the first like four or five episodes they didn't even empty a house Yeah, and even at the expense of like you're never getting your children back Mm-hmm. And then you see, like, Hoarding Buried Alive, and it almost, it's different. The later episodes of Hoarders, where, it's like, even the junk people. removal guys are, like, trying to get these people to realize how disgusting this is. I mean, I clutter is one thing. I don't particularly like it myself. Mm-hmm. I create it, but I don't like it. Um, filth is different, But though. filth, yeah. If you have feces yeah, or... Uh, cockroaches mm-hmm. dirt if you have more of than sort. like a layer of stuff on the floor and you have pets yeah it's not okay no what do you think like now because when i confronted you about the stuff you had i straight up called you a hoarder and it was not true but so i i said you need to take care of this and okay i just need help and we got you know to the bottom of everything what do you think, like, this is terrible, an admission of something that I am not proud of. At one point, and it was what led to the losing of the the family home, I was married to a horrible person, and he took one of her most prized collections and hauled it out and threw it in a dumpster right where she could see and frankly I think that killed her soul a little bit oh yeah because it was taken without her permission and like I do get like did she live yes but it's just cruel it's cruel and like mentally you don't know what that does to somebody yeah um like the but the later episodes of hoarders like when it's like the people that are just like i don't want to get up and clean this i don't think there's anything wrong with taking stuff away from them no but i think they'll do it again because it's not a mental disorder they're just lazy yeah like the mental 
part of it in the original hoarders the thing that always gets me on those shows is like again the trash like the people that will just throw the trash on the when floor when they don't like, want to get rid of depends in the bathroom that are used and yeah in them. but like what i'm saying is like at what point did you say i'm not gonna just take out a trash bag of trash i'm just going to throw it all in the corner like that's just so nasty it really like it really blows my mind i can't um you trash know me. i'm a clean trash. i like i get your kid to come over and she loves to take out trash and she's little and she's spry and she can do it too like and i put small bags for her to take but at what point does trash hoarding like how how do you get to that point i can't even imagine it's like i've such never an insane sense of denial and i we just want to give a disclaimer here this is our opinions we're not bashing anyone's mental illness because yeah. god knows we have plenty of our own yeah but just realizing the that like it is an interest of mine i, I love shows like that I, i'm very intrigued by like the what do you call it human Psychology? condition yeah and what makes things happen because for me i i watch the show and like like i said we make jokes about yeah, we make jokes about um, the, the people in their messes. I can't. I could never live in a mess like that. Not like that, no. And I also couldn't live knowingly now with the amount of stuff from the past. From the past. Yeah. Like, that we were kind of not raised in it but we grew up in it so we didn't notice its yeah. being whereas like the like the way our grandmother would when she would clean it was you clean the center of the room and then you move everything away from the wall and you clean under that and then you clean the center again because whatever was under mm -hmm. dragged whatever and then you would clean all of the it, objects and it was worth it to her I don't get it I don't either but that's kind of my take I got rid of a lot of stuff I got three bags of, of clothes that didn't fit me yeah and then I did mine the other day I actually mm -hmm. I got a bunch of those well I had an under the bed storage container like one of them fabric ones yeah where things go to die well, no, I used it <laughs> religiously, but I put all the summer stuff in it or all the winter mm -hmm. stuff, pants and tops, and it got, like, way too overstuffed, and it ripped mm -hmm. over the years. It just died. So I went immediately on Amazon, bought a two-pack, I put all the pants in one, all the tops and dresses in another, and put them neatly under the bed where they're going to be ready for use in nice condition next year. I'm an idiot. I wanted one of those like short I don't know if they're Japanese or what beds it's like close to the floor mm -hmm. and not thinking 
what do you do with your fantastic? I have like top of line under the bed boxes with wheels and handles and everything else. And now they're out in my laundry room, which I, I, I make sense. And those I didn't even touch the other day when we cleaned because I, first of all, I forgot they were there, but that shows you how much I think about them. Yeah. But when I first had my surgery a couple years ago, I lost a lot of weight and I bought a bunch of these really nice sweaters. I know. I look like fat girl in a little sweater now. <laughs> <laughs> so most of those don't fit. I just, I had some like dresses from like five summers ago that mm-hmm. I, You're not I don't dress like person. dresses. And I bought them because sometimes it was easy to put them on. Mm-hmm. But there was a couple I just kept, but I never wore them. Yeah, well, so you gave I me a couple, got and I was like, them. I absolutely love those. I want those. And then I, I like looked at them, and I'm like, you've had them for two years. You're not going to wear them. Yeah. I have, like, two dresses that I do wear, and there are three, two or three. And that's I'm down to what I actually wear. And now that I've got another job that includes a uniform... I'm wearing even less oh, yeah. than what oh, yeah. I was wearing. Cause at my previous job, you could wear your own clothes. So now I have, and I still, like, when I look in it, there's still too much stuff. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, I don't have my stuff separated into summer and winter. It's all in the same closet. Oh, my God, your My watch, your watch. is driving me insane it just keeps going off even though i thought i turned off the volume i think that's it for this week i just wanted to talk about hoarding yeah so if you happen to be in your closet take a look at some things and ask yourself do you really need them yeah and why are you hanging on to them perhaps make some uh Good decisions to get rid of certain things that are literally just sitting there collecting dust. Ah, dust. Dust. If you have to wash it every year but you haven't worn it, it should probably go. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. And on that note, till next next time. time. (laughs) You owe me a Coke. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.